It's your boy DJ High Money, the motherfucker DJ without no motherfucking turntables. I'm KLD's babysitter, don't wait to shop, Mr. Will Kill, your motherfucking ass. Bester, Bester, I think I need help. Tell the Barry Torch away, cop back, key yourself. You are now listening to It You Live Zone Podcast, aka Hard Money Podcast, and I'm your motherfucking host, Hard Money. Rest in peace to Young Doc. And you know, so much shit been going on, I really can't even tell y'all, even if we had uh, touched upon the YSL case. You know what I mean? I don't even know if we touched upon the YSL case. I'm pretty sure we did because I was trying to get my brother Camouflage to do their podcast with me. Shout out to Camouflage, my motherfucking brother, man, from another motherfucking mother, man, like no motherfucking other, man. So listen, man, uh, <clears throat> my fault that Memphis came out of me. So listen, um, I don't really want to touch upon it, but I'm going to touch upon it. Everybody said they got a snitch. So, but fuck it. I'm finna take it all the way back. God damn it, y'all. Shit, y'all got me doing all this hard work, man. You know what I mean? Y'all got me doing all this hard work. But I will fuck with y'all, man, because y'all my motherfucking people. So I'm finna take it all the way back. People been called the gutter a snitch ever since he had wood on the motherfucking thing about he killed folk doing the uh, 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 shit. You know what I'm saying? Same shit Tip did as far as the uh, Tip been snitching a lot too lately. But anyway, back to what we were saying. Try to get somebody to do a little Tip shit. You know what I'm talking about. Damn, y'all got me sounding stupid. So gutter, right? He's supposed to have, people, some people say it's snitching, some people say it's not snitching, some people say, you know, and he say it ain't snitching. You did know what I'm saying? So, so I want to play what he said in court and whatever what else said in court. Because y'all can know and y'all can see and y'all can ask y'all self if he really snitched. Let's play it. Okay, there was gutter. There was answering the questions. I'm sure y'all know that. Now, the last statement the woman said, there was his statement. 
You understand me? The statement about the YSL gang must stop. Right? And I know everybody feeling some type of way, gonna snitch, gonna snitch. We'll get back to the snitching. But I'm talking about right now, right? Gonna. The statement, the last statement that he said, the white SL gang must be stopped or must stop or some shit. Let's find the right terminology for what he said, please. I really don't want to play the whole thing over again, but we might have to play it all over again. Here go round two. YSL as a gay must end. Let me tell you something, brother. We come from similar backgrounds. A lot similar to most. So, with that being said, of course, YSL as a game has ended. It's gone. Brother, y'all are in the Rico case. You understand what I'm saying? It's no way in hell <clears throat> if y'all do get out. When y'all do get out, I ain't gonna say if. When y'all do get out, it's no way in hell y'all can continue pushing the game YSL. When it rains, it pours. You hear me? Sometimes it floods. It was a flood. That shit got washed away. There's no way in hell you can retrieve the shit that got washed away. Leave that shit where it's at. You know what? We're going to get back on Gunner later. We're going to have to get back on Gunner later. Because it, it, it's, it's a whole lot of shit that came out, man. And I, I I I need my co-host to come and help me. You feel me? I need my co-host to come in. I'm gonna have it's gonna be real big. The whole YSL gonna be real big. So we get the breakdown on that. We wanna get all that shit together. We gonna get the breakdown on that, and we gonna bring that to y'all. So listen. Back in the day, a couple weeks ago, I had talked to y'all about the Kanye incident. With the whole Balenciaga and uh, y'all remember the Kanye shit? Y'all remember the Kanye shit, man? You know. So I ain't got to say too much on the Kanye situation. You feel me? But look, 
I told y'all the man was 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 going down to buying all the Balenciaga shit, breaking down the value of Balenciaga, right? So, with that being said, I want to look up some shit that I had just seen. You know, surprise the shit out of me, you know. And I want y'all to see what the fuck I'm talking about. Because I knew I was right, man. You know what I'm saying? But I want y'all to see the shit for y'all self. Shout out to Hint, you know what I'm saying, YouTube channel. That's where I got the information from. Let's get it. So, Fashion House Balenciaga, a very, you know, posh, is under fire for it. Something unexpected has actually happened. Balenciaga has cut its product price after getting affected by protests. Keep watching that entire story. Watch the full video to get to know the whole story behind Balenciaga cutting the product's price. Well, Balenciaga has cut its prices after being affected by the protests made by the people in different parts of the world. According to different reports, it's evident that the fashion brand has reduced its product price and the reason as to why they have cut the prices is not because of the festive season, but they want to attract back their loyal customers who decided to cut ties with them. Currently, Balenciaga is not making any profits. When you look at the discounts they are putting on their products, on TikTok, different TikTokers have come out and exposed Balenciaga after they made huge cut on their original prices for their goods. A TikToker known as Anna Hemmer. Amazon 27 shared a video showing the main Balenciaga store selling products at 70% discount, which doesn't make sense in terms of business, because when someone sells his products at 70% discount, it means he or she will make zero profits or will be incurring more costs, and she captioned the video, nobody's even working at the location, because there was no one attending to the customers. Another TikToker known as Holly Scaffold shared a video showing various Balenciaga handbags with a 40% cut off and captioned the video. Never thought I would see this day. The original price of these bags was $2,500, but now they cost $1,500, a difference of $1,000, which is a lot of money to be given as a cut off by such a company, which incurs a lot of expenses when manufacturing the products. Another TikToker shared a video that showed different Balenciaga shoes including boots, sneakers and they were given a 50% cut off. Imagine giving out 50% discount. This proves that the fashion brand no longer makes profits and the video is captured with Balenciaga really taking L's and on record the sneakers are one of their best selling products. Not only the stores have cut their prices but even when you visit their website it shows that prices of different products have been reduced. When we accessed their website it showed that the Shoe sneakers were reduced from $1,471 to $882, and other sneakers were reduced from $1,651 to $956. The Balenciaga bag was reduced from 
$1,428 to $1,420. Fans came out and expressed their happiness for seeing the fashion brand falling out. One fan said they could do 90% of Anbogo and no one in their right mind would still want it. The second one said people are realizing that they don't and do support this disgusting company. We value our children. What I can say is that Balenciaga is likely to collapse because of these things that are keeping oil, taking it in the other direction because for any business to be successful or to survive, there should be demand of their products. But for the case of Balenciaga products, they lack demand, which affects supply and in the long run, the business will collapse because they will lack funds to sustain the business since it operates on a large scale. Like I said, powerful. You understand me? Enough said with that. So, I want y'all to know like this, man. Look, the shit happened real fast and happened real quick. Because a lot of motherfuckers, these motherfuckers is not even making money, bro. You understand me? These motherfuckers really trying to break even. You understand me? Shit, man. Y'all get the income tip, man. You want, you want, you want, you know what I'm Let me stop. So, this was saying he was crazy, though. What y'all think now? Y'all still think he crazy? Huh? So they found Tory Lanez guilty on all charges. You dig? And it fucking surprised the shit out of me, man. Guilty on all fucking charges? We got to touch in. Uh, we got to go a little bit deeper with Tory Lanez and shit too, man. Why wow, it was such a fucking surprise. And I ain't want to just throw this little bitty bit in on it. Because he shit deserve his own podcast. You hear me? But I want y'all to hear what uh, TMZ had to say about this shit. She didn't want to talk about things. She was trying to plead the fifth. 
It was very clear, and that's what prosecutors tried to make clear as well, that sometime between September and the trial date, something changed with Kelsey. Now, whether that was witness tampering or maybe her own decision, uh, that's really only something that she and uh, and this possible other person may know. But nonetheless, I think the jury saw right through that, and uh, so will the judge. Well, also, now when it comes to sentencing, the judge can also consider the fact how weird it is that this bodyguard who was supposed to testify just mysteriously disappeared. Right. So there isn't that kind of hardcore proof they haven't prosecuted him for this but these are things judges can consider in whether to grant leniency because remember he could get up to from probation upward yes. uh, and it doesn't work in his favor if there's a smell that there may have been some sort of tampering and we kind of saw that this was was going to be a guilty verdict right i mean just how quickly the the jury decided on this thing i mean it was what 24 hours uh between when they were given the case and when they made their decision so i think that they kind of saw where this was and 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 we'll see as far as the judge and the sentence and i will tell you one other thing um and the way this works the dynamic with juries and i've seen so much of this whenever they're up against a holiday or a weekend that's when they're most likely to reach a verdict and here you've got the Friday before uh, Christmas and all of the, you know, and and, uh, the New Year's week and everything else, they wanted to come in with a verdict. I I was positive this was going to come down today. But also, too, they had really great, like, the, I feel like what sealed the deal in this case was the witness who testified what he saw from the balcony. It really painted a picture of just how terrible the incident was for Megan, but it kind of solidified what she had been saying. Like, she was caught off guard. They said that we had learned at that point that she had actually been, like, they were trying to physically still beat her after she was shot. So I think that that might come into play, too, when you're talking about the sentencing and, and the leniency. I think that's right. Yeah, and I'll tell you one more thing about the tea leaves that we were reading beforehand is the jury had a question about what the term willfully meant. And what that meant to me is they had already determined that he had fired this weapon and they were just seeing uh, how to assess his intentionality. If you're asking only what the term willfully shot at someone means, it means you're leaning in one one direction and that was guilty. And and, and this was an intentional shooting because remember, he allegedly said dance. And that suggests that this was all intentional. It wasn't the negligent discharge of a firearm that by finding that he's guilty of assault, it means intentional. And that does not vote well for him. So, you know, what we need to see, number one, is, you know, the sentencing report, and there will be a hearing, um, and ultimately, Tory Lanez himself could testify and ask the judge to spare him from a long prison term. Which I don't okay. even think... That shit is fucking crazy. Lanez is out of this bitch, man. They might extradite his ass back to motherfucking, uh, Canada. Yeah, could I had to go back to Canada behind that one, man. And it's fucking crazy, man. I told the bitch that. I mean, please don't forgive me, Lord. No disrespect to Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, the told her dance, bitch, dance. You feel me? Man, this shit was fucking terrible, bro. Rest in peace to Big Sky, man. They say Big Sky overdose. You know what I'm saying? Memphis legend. Yes, I will call him a legend because he did certain things in Memphis that other people did not do. He did certain things in Memphis that other people did not do. You did. Man, man, man passed away, man. Fuck me up. I ain't gonna lie, fuck me up, man. Let's see what Key Talk had to say about this. Welcome back to Key Talk Media. 
your host, Key Talk. Check it out, man. All right. I want to give a shout out to the notification gang, Key Talk gang, even though they're really the same thing for rocking with me every single video. If you listen to my voice right now, go ahead and like the video, hit the notification bell so you get a notification every single time I drop a video. Anyways, so an updated status on, you know, the death of actual Big Scar. Now, just like we guessed before, like I was telling y'all before, I was guessing that it was going to be some type of overdose and just from reading the comment section and just seeing the stuff that surrounded it. And it turns out that his uncle has came out and actually confirmed that his, you know, his nephew did in fact die from a drug overdose from prescription drugs. Now, he said he didn't know how he actually got into the drugs. Possibly, uh, you know, once he actually got shot, he began to pop him and, and you know, maybe the addiction uh, grew from there. Anyways, uh, now the actual report of what his uncle said was Big Scar's uncle confirmed the cause of death that resulted in a rapper's untimely passing. Arthur Woods, Big Scar, uncle said the rapper overdosed Thursday on prescription pills at his girlfriend's house in Memphis. So he actually did die in front of his girlfriend. You know, he overdosed in front of his girlfriend. I know that was a scary sight for her to see. And then the rest says, Arthur says he was unaware when his nephew got the medicine, but says Scar faced several traumatic experiences, a.k.a. a lot of deaths in the streets, a whole lot of other stuff in the streets, a lot of people turn their back on them. Uh, some include being shot, uh, well, being shot as well, and suffering a serious car accident and injury. In the 2020 shooting, Scar was struck by a bullet that traveled up his spine and he needed surgery to remove his appendix. God dang! Arthur continues saying Scar also battled depression. We can definitely see the depression from the statuses that he was making, pretty much saying that you know, people that he would give the shirt off his back to was, you know, trying to walk out on him, new to the dead on the rapper's grandmother, and of course he lost his grandmother as well. Man, you know. Of course, inside of modern day hip hop right now, uh, being a drug addict is like one of the most, uh, you know, entertaining things that the rappers actually show and portray to the audience because, like I say, the fans like to see that kind of stuff. Uh, not saying that it's good, not saying that it's bad because you do. No disrespect to Key Talk because Key Talk be talking this shit, but. Rest in peace to Big Scar, man. It's certain shit that that we speak what we see when it comes to this music shit. We speak what we see and other motherfuckers follow the trend. See, what I mean, we speak what we see. When hip-hop first started, you know what I'm saying? And you listen to motherfucking songs like um Uh Don't Push Me Cause I'm close to the edge. You feel me? Oh you sit back and listen to some fucking Ice Cube. You know what I'm talking about? Some motherfucking N.W.A. Straight out of Compton, or or you or you fucking rather listen to some fucking Three Six Mafia. You did. You fuck around and listen to certain certain. You know what I'm saying? The U.G.K. You know what I'm saying? Certain motherfuckers when you hear that shit, they get to talking this shit, they get to telling you about. The places that they have been, the places that they like, like they hometown, they city, they paint a fucking picture so vivid. You see that shit, you like, God damn, I ain't never got to go to Cali, but God damn, I just left Watts. You did? Well, God damn, I just left Compton. 
just by putting no fucking headphones on. They then went to the decade of the hustler. They had just pushed crack on us. You gotta think about it. They was talking about the DEA dropping crack on us. Now we got the crack. So everybody after, you know what I'm saying, debt generation start talking about serving crack. Scarface. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 motherfucking uh, uh, juice. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking uh, 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 New Jack City. You know what I'm saying? Paid in full. You know what I'm talking about? The back, the pill. You know what I'm talking about? All these motherfucking different shits came out. We want to be hustlers. We want to be pimps. Especially in Memphis. We want to be pimps. That's why I said the back because pimping ain't stopped in Memphis. Still ain't stopped. Niggas still pimping in Memphis. You got so many want to be pimps. Right now in Memphis. And you still got some motherfucker gorilla ass pimps out there in Memphis. Breaking the hoe. Getting it off a bitch. You hear me? Making easy money and pimping hoes is serious, man. After that hustler, though, became this generation. The fiends. Because you got to think about it. You, all these motherfuckers I heard, they sell it to somebody. All these hustlers I heard, they sell it to somebody. They end up selling it to our fucking parents and shit. So now we just, we, we, we wrapped up about our community. Think about that. We see fiends. We become fiends. We, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to motherfucking uh, young Dolph Nixon. I'm a rich crack baby. Everybody dick the sum. So 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 we in this generation now. So just think about our kids and shit. What generation they gonna be in? We're the generation of the thieves now. Our kids, cause everybody call them dumb and shit like that, right? Or not not necessarily dumb, but but lazy. Like everything got handed to them. They sit they 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 sit with full speed, maybe fed. They they really didn't have to see no nothing really, right? But this generation go our kids and shit is go birth. More not birth, but they gonna be more watch we gonna see more millionaires than we ever seen in life with these kids. Big Sky, like I said, he a legend in Memphis because he did show shit that certain people in Memphis never did. His music will live on forever. Rest in peace to him. And I want to send my condolences out to his family. Everybody send all y'all support to his girl because she going to need that. It's nothing like seeing somebody pass away in front of you, especially a loved one that you love so deeply. She going to need that.
So rest in peace to Big Scott. Y'all have now listened to AU Lives All Podcast, aka Hard Money Podcast. I was your motherfucking host, Hard Money. Hey, man, I still got one more coming for the end of the year. I just had to put this one out to let everybody know one more coming for the end of the year. I'm about this bitch. Go!